There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to November. It's November. Go figure that out. It's the day after Halloween. Welcome to the morning sickness. It is 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's right around the corner. And, uh, Day after Halloween, November is upon us. It's still just hard to believe. It's the final countdown. This is it. We got three weeks till the Pladio nightmare. We all take a break, have some turkey, and then it is just the countdown to the end of this incredibly fast year. Here we are. Stare November right in the eyes. November 1st. So uh, Halloween is coming and gone. And the only thing I left Halloween last night with was more questions about whether or not I want to see another one. First doorbell, ding dong. We don't have a doorbell, but first kid standing there hitting the doorbell. It's hilarious because got to keep the windows open. I detached that doorbell years ago. So just people just tapping a brick. Just looks like, you know, just touching the house. And then a little light wrap on the door. Go over there. A little kid standing there. Some candy out of the basket. Gracias. I'm like, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> Gracias. Okay. Uh, and then uh, mom comes over with a baby uh, in pajamas, I guess. I don't know. What was he supposed to be, like a little Holocaust kid? What is this? Pajamas. I mean, just put him to sleep, put him to bed. <laughs> Holds the baby up. Oh, that's it. Yeah, see? Adorable. Adorable. See, see. <laughs> Holds up a small pillowcase with her hand, and I'm like, shook my head. No. <laughs> Waved her off. Denied. Okay, babies don't get candy. See? No. And she just stared at me for a second, and I just looked at her like, no, that's it. Wanders off, and I'm like, God, that felt good. Sun hadn't even set yet. First, first person with a baby got the no babies, no baby candy. She's trying to get it for herself. She kind of looked at me confused. Text you guys immediately. I'm like, first person already a baby shutdown. <laughs> baby shutdown has begun. A little later in the night, now we didn't have more than 25 kids total, in probably batches of four at a time. Not a ton. It was great. Uh, got to watch the game. Mild interruptions, no big deal. Uh, kids come up, and they're all dressed up as whatever they are. A few of them, I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like, you made that, your parents made that. I've been their kid. I understand what a homemade costume's like. It sucks. You're out with your kid. One's a Power Ranger. The other one is some awesome, he's got this electric face. 
Yeah. Oh, it's the coolest thing I'd ever seen. It was morphing into other faces, and his poor friend's got a T-shirt with a star on it. And, like, he's got uh, somebody drew something on his face. It was terrible. It felt so bad. Like, your sister did this or something. <laughs> this is awful. Uh, and then the other kid's looking in there, and he goes, all right. And I've got – I bought uh, Kit Kats, Snickers, uh, you know, the mix, the Hershey's mix of the Littles, um, and some Butterfinger. I had, you know, a whole bunch of different choices, Reese's Cups, all that. And I just take a handful. Go crazy. Half your bag could get filled at my house. Take a handful. And one of the kids is looking in there, and he's like – Got no more Butterfingers? <laughs> I'm like, evidently your buddy took the last two. And he goes, yeah. Inside? No, I'm not going waiting, back inside. I'm not. the order. He's shopping. You're not shopping, you little prick. This isn't a store. It's not McDonald's. You get what I give. It's not Burger King. You no. can't have it your way, Yeah, pal. if we don't have Butterfinger and that's what you're after, then you look in the basket and like, yep, oh, no Butterfinger. Time to go. Here's an almond move joy. On. Yeah, yeah. He's a little prick. Here's a hot dog uncooked. Oh, how it, who does that? Bum you out when that almond joy would drop in the bag. You should have had oh. some almond joys on standby, just so you could, you know. Oh, this one's for you, little you little pricks. bastard. <laughs> I'm giving you the option to dip your dirty little booger hands into my basket that I'm going to go into later when the whatever's left. That's mine. And uh, yeah, he's sitting there going, "Nah, no butterfingers, huh? Nah, looks like you skimped out on one of the bags of butterfingers. Got a lot of Kit Kats, <laughs> not a lot of, but it looks like you overordered the Kit Kats, sir. Yeah, no butterfingers," he says. <laughs> like yeah, we're, we ran we ran short of supply of your favorite treat, you little asshole. Get off my porch! <laughs> Who's raising these idiots? Oh, I got a parents. Eat. I've never seen so many parents with bags. Yeah, I will say this: I didn't see but two parents all night long. The first one with the baby, and then lady uh, a later uh, a lady with a baby in a stroller came by, and she didn't ask for candy for the kid. And I, and um, at least in our hood, there's a lot of. Um, High school kids. No kidding. They don't get anything either. If you're taller than me, you get no candy. Well, especially the ones that uh, came up with just no costume. What are you? I'm a skateboarder, man. No, you're not. <laughs> no. You're a, you're a, you're a and bum. And I made something. I'm like, no, you're not, because he just got uh, in an accident. He's wearing a boot right now, so you're not even accurate. <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, keep it moving, Tony Hawk. Keep it, yeah, let's go. Tony, you're as old as Tony Hawk, too. Let's <laughs> exactly. go. Exactly. You're plus 50. Let's move. Yeah, teenagers getting up. You gave him a Snickers bar, though, I'm sure of it. You don't, you don't uh, no, do the No, no, I, I, the first time came up, I was handing him out, not paying attention. He got one. Then he comes back a second time, like, go home, put a costume yeah, on. I'll Maybe tell I'll, him. I'll think about doing it. And then he came back two more times. I always say, I'm like, look, you're old enough to have a job. You can't steal candy from me right now. This is that. You're out. You're, you're older than I am. Move on. Ooh, come on, man. No, you're old. Go pull some weeds or yeah, something. Yeah, I'll give you yeah, some candy. Yeah. Right? Do you some work. work. Yeah. You're, you're able to have a social security like uh, registered uh, employment. I don't want to stop. You're out. We had these. We had these uh, two teenage broads like pulling our pulling our cul-de-sac, park their car, and get their <laughs> Halloween bags out and start trick or treating. Oh yeah! And we were all at one person's yeah. house. We're like, nope, no, keep it moving. You keep got it a moving, driver's sister. license. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. Stop it. That's ridiculous. I got this email from a guy named Hayden. He says I don't know what to do, John. Is it acceptable in the future to just slam the door in the face of a trick-or-treater and their parents who had a five-month-old baby that was dressed as an avocado? And I said, oh, she's adorable. And the mom goes, um, they're adorable. Oh, slam the door. Slam the door. Yeah. This is getting out of hand with them days. Them days, you have to be able to hear he, she, and tolerate the way that it used to be before you get snotty about the they, them. 
Most of us aren't doing they, them. Almost all of us aren't doing they, them. It's time you guys calm down about they, them. If you hear a he, she, uh, grow some duck feathers, let it bounce off your back, and tolerate it later. Uh, That's only for your closest friends and, like, later. You can't keep holding everybody hostage over what we don't know. It's like saying, oh, Stephen's amazing. That's not his name. I know. I'm just guessing at this point. Don't get mad at me because I don't know. Hayden, you had every right to shut the door in that person's face. Yes, you did. Absolutely. It's your property. All right? Get the hell out of here. Take them and get the hell off my driveway. That's the Halloween spirit. (laughs) Hell. Get the hell out of here. They get nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Don't say them me about your infant. Not when you're begging for my candy. Screw oh, you. How woke do you have to be to be like my my? Let in- me insult you in a way. Yeah. Well, that well, I'm, I'm here to get a I'm here to get a treat. Right. I'm playing the traditional games. But I'm going to scold you. I'm throwing all the traditional games at you on your porch. I'm doing everything you're supposed to do as tradition states. And uh, you know the old way is out. You they them babies now or your. Well, your- maybe that's what the baby was dressed as. Are they them? Yeah. Oh, that was the costume. No, he said it was an avocado. Oh, I guess avocados don't have gender. Maybe she's really specific yeah. about that. But <laughs> I could probably talk to some farmer and tell you avocado does have a gender. When you drill a hole in one, <laughs> it becomes what you've always wanted. And if you don't drill a hole in one, you can use it like Paul Pelosi. I mean, allegedly like Paul Pelosi would as a partner. <laughs> I don't know. So they that thing. I got another email from a guy. I don't have the end of this story yet. But his daughter's going to a gynecologist for her first time, right? She's young. And they're taking her over to the gyno. And she suggested, they ask on the thing, would you like a male or female? And uh, filled out, what's a female doctor? To be her female doctor. She gets there. And it's a dude dressed up like a lady. With like, it's a guy. And she's like, I, I requested a female doctor. And, uh, it's like, I am in transition to be a female doctor. She's like, I don't want that. I want a, like a honest-to-goodness OG girl. I want one of those born-this-way types, not transitioning. And uh, just basically it was... Like, That's a tough sell. I don't, know, I don't know how this one ended yet because they haven't finished the tale. Because on the phone, she gets or a Zoom call or something, the thing shows up and says, hi, I'm your doctor. It's like, no, no, no. I said, I wanted a female. It's like, I am a female. And then you're the dick. Now let you're me, the one going. Let me see your hands. Yeah, let, me, let me see your genitals, female. I identify as one. Can, I see an Adam's apple. Can you, if I, because I'm going to have to pull my pants down and let you rummage around inside my V for a little while. I'm trusting you with that. Do you have a dick? I'm transit. Do you or do you not, doctor, have a dick? I don't care what you're playing dress up as. Can you still stick that? Does it still get hard? Ah, get your girl, doctor. Damn it, you're on to me. Give the option. Add the third one in there. No, because then you're insulting the person who's transitioning. Transitioning, doctor. They identify as that, Brady. That's a thing. That's that's what they feel like they are, so you can't question it. But you can question it, because it's... I can prove it in court <laughs> that you're playing a mind game there, and I understand your I don't know. That one uh, Supreme Court... You know what? Justice... Wouldn't put a definition on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, can't define woman. Well, that's the thing. Here's, here's how I know that my way's right and your way's wrong. Mentally, you can say you're a girl. But if at night before, like, you're laying in bed and you're like, I can't sleep. So you reach down and you grab your erect penis. Uh, you're no longer identifying as a woman. I'm sorry. It's just not the way it is. So a few times a day, 
you still identify as a man. Like when you stand up to pee and uh, when you're beating off at night to go to sleep and all that. That's pretty manly stuff right there. That's, that's pretty uh, Grizzly Adams type behavior if you're asking me. Doctor, before we go forward, I need you to drop your pants. <laughs> I need you to, because we're going to do this together. You take yours off, and I'll see what I identify you as. Because that should be the new thing. It's like, oh, you identify as a female. I identify you and your penis as a male. You can't be my gynecologist. I'm uncomfortable with that. Stirrups, or are you going to turn your head and cough? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And don't they them me about your baby. No, just tolerate that I missed one. How many times have I looked at a kid and gone, oh, she is cute. It's a boy. They all look exactly the same. It's up to you on how you dress them. If they're dressed like an avocado, there's a chance I'll look at that carbon mass of nothingness and its little lumpy face. Looks like an old man. And be like, I don't know. I'll take a shot here. Looks kind of girly. She's cute. It's a boy. Oh, He's cute. It's a they. I'm not playing your game anymore. I'm allowed. <laughs> Your avocado's adorable, lady. Why do you have to identify a gender at all? Because that's the way people talk to each other, you dick. Get the hell out of here before yeah, I yeah, make yeah, you into guacamole, you <laughs> right. son of a bitch. I'm going to scramble your yeah. little vey. <laughs> Good. Should be an avocado. There's a yeah. giant nut on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just ready to drop. Boy, you're going to be upset that day. They them me about a baby. Now Not give me, me candy. But Hayden, Hayden, you were, uh, and Hayden probably froze like I would have and handed the thing candy and apologized. I think I've done apologizing for that. I think my answer to it's they is how the f am I supposed to know it's a baby? Yeah. You need to, you need to get some duck feathers, lady. Sorry I missed your they them quiz. And does it make it mad if I, my reactions, oh, cool. That's cool. <laughs> what do you think you're going to make it? It's up to the baby. Babies make decisions now? You're the dumbest on the planet. <laughs> What's it want for dinner? Do you decide? Oh, it doesn't decide anything, does it? But you're letting her. We're not going to assign it any gender. We're just going to dress it like an avocado every single day until it decides it's crazy. Yeah, this is nuts. We live in a... I, there's nothing left on this planet for me. No. I, I, I meander that. this earth wondering, what am I here for? Uh, this isn't this isn't what this is what I signed up for. I don't know what's going on, but again, it's just that little tiny group of people that are. And I'm not apologizing for. It. I've, I'm taking my stand, and I'm with you. All KUPD listeners that are with me, you don't have to apologize for that. It's not your mistake. If it's not malicious intent, you shouldn't be reprimanded for it. If you if you maliciously walk up to what is clearly a little girl and go, "What's up, fella? How you doing, bro?" You're just being a jerk. And if the parents are like, "Hey, what are you doing? You're making her feel bad," then you apologize. But if you walk up to a thing. If you walk up to a duck and say, hi, duck, and the duck looks at you and goes, I feel like a goose today. It's like, I don't know that because you look like, you look like a duck. I'm just waiting for my first one. I haven't had the correction on that yet. I've had, well, I've had one in the last month, in the last two weeks. I haven't had one. At that uh, Phoenix Theater party when Hey Kool-Aid walked by in that great big red dress. And I just said she shouldn't wear red to someone else. And a guy at the table got mad. They, they shouldn't wear red. The, you mean the lady in the dress over there? They are in a dress. Wow. To, to me, that looks like a woman. It looks like she's really pushing hard to look like a woman. She made a choice this morning to say, I'm going to dress like a woman. Dresses are lady clothes. Aren't they? I, yeah, I mean, that's pretty were. much it. Do they sell ladies? Do they sell dresses? I'm going to go with that still. Do they? I don't even know. I haven't been in a store in so long. Do they have men's departments? Or is it all just one big lump of stuff? 
No, it's still divided. Yeah, you still have men and women. Yeah, yeah. They don't have Youth, dresses in men's, the men's, women's. Yeah, they don't have like sequin gowns and tiaras in the. There men's is department. no um, taint area. Yeah, there's no like <laughs> go get them, kid. Una. Well, there used to be that section of flannels and jean shorts for the lesbians, but that was just kind of leaning between the two. I like the old days where lesbians were proud to go into Sears and uh, grab their, you know, bugle boy shorts and flannel shirts and the boys section. They're like, I get it. This is what I like. Heck, that's great. I'm not going to lie. One time I went into the ladies' department, very quietly bought a pair of gigantic sweatpants that were for sleeping because I felt them. They were pink. Well, they're kind of a like a bright salmon. And I felt them. I'm like, I have got to have these on my body. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked around the store for like 45 minutes trying to figure out, well, you can just pretend like it's a gift for a big lady. I grabbed a pair of those. <laughs> you ain't never felt sleep like that. They had this weird silky inside. The outside was soft. I slept in those for like a year. It was pretty great. <laughs> they did wear out fast from all the beatings because you can't help but like feel great in them and it rubs you the right way and everything was touching good and I identified as a man a lot in those <laughs> lady pants. It was embarrassing, but I did it. I didn't have to like you know get all upset about what I was identifying as. I just liked those pants. They didn't have them in men's material like that. Our, our pajamas, let's be honest, our pajamas for men stink. They're always rough. Ladies' stuff is silky and soft. And, like, we're the ones who need the silky and soft. We get stuff moving around. The only way you get that is if you get the full shirt and pants, the button-down yeah, satin you gotta go. stuff. Yeah, and I'm not and wearing just, all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you just got to find something really good. And ladies, ladies' underpants are better. Like, the baggy night pants are so much, the material is so much better than our, you know, I don't know what we're thinking, like we're out camping or something. It's no good. Anyway. Now they require it because anytime I come home with a shirt that's like really soft and stuff, I've lost it. It's gone. It's gone. It, never, gone. it never appeared in my drawer. Oh, yeah. No, I have a, a load of those types of shirts for either working out or sleeping, and they're kind of divided. That drawer is always open. <laughs> like, I wasn't even in there today. It's like, and then I look over and I see, you know, someone swimming in one of my shirts. I'm like, oh, I get it. I mean, it makes them, you know, it looks better on them than us, but yeah, of course. still, you know. But the excuse of I was in a hurry or I didn't feel like getting ready. Well, you've got your own. Yeah, but these are more comfortable. Okay. All those tactical black shirts I have, I've lost every one of them. They're the best cotton ever. And I put those things on. I love every, and I put them, once they're in that drawer, I look over and I see tactical black floating around the house. And I'm like, that's not on me. That's my shirt. How's this happening? But it looks good. You're right. I, however, can't go. Digging through her softies, come out in a pair of her panties. I'd be a freak. I close the closet door if I'm doing that. Oh yeah, Private, no, I definitely. You know, do. She's not home if I'm putting on her panties, and that's every couple days. I get to run to the store. How long are you gonna be? About an hour. Okay. <laughs> it's thong time. It's all stretched out. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. We don't fit in their clothes. Either way, uh, they them. I'm sorry. We I'm win, not. you lose. You can come out and say, oh, it's a they, them, and I'm still not going to care. I'm just not going to care anymore. I was trying to be nice for the longest time, and now there's an, uh, a, a nasty quality to you correcting me. Until that changes, I'm just going to brush you off. And whenever you start correcting me on that kind of stuff, I, I will realize you're someone I never want to be around. A baby is an it. I'll give you an it. If I say it's cute, yeah. would you be offended? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So you won't let me guess a gender. I can't say it. The they them thing confuses me because if I'm wrong about that, then the person who isn't woke, the 
super MAGA person. I'm like, oh, they're beautiful. What are, what are they costumed tonight? Huh? What is they, they costume? His costume. Right. I'm sorry. I don't know how to live this life anymore. <laughs> the people have it all figured out are the ones who walk up to your... They don't ever deal with the they, them. Bags out. Their whole, Doesn't matter. Their whole the language. Entire is, family. Their whole language is based on making things feminine and masculine. I mean, you didn't go, oh, what a cute little Latinx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I did have a Mexican kid, I would have dressed him as a Latinx Kleenex, though, and just stuffed his little head out of the top of a box and pushed him around. He Latinx Kleenex. Oh, that's good stuff. See, si, see, si. can I have candy? Well, he's an infant, so no, but good job <laughs> on the little. He fits in an actual little tiny real Kleenex box. That's adorable. Uh, and then uh, last night also, and you probably didn't have time to watch, Brady, but uh, there's like one good football team in the oh. entire NFL. It's weird. Kenny it's, had it across the street on a – it's probably a 65, and so I could see from across the street a little bit. Yeah, a and then also bath. now look at 11 nothing right off the bat. Uh, 11 nothing at the half, and then uh, then it's just, a, it's just a bloodbath. There's – Embarrassing. Bengals aren't good. There's there's two good teams in the AFC. There's maybe two, three good teams total. You get the Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. The rest of it, everybody just is really average. Football's been real boring. Weird. Yeah, it's just strange because I thought the Bengals had made turned the corner the last couple I, weeks. I'm like, there they go. They got it figured out. Nope, they're just they're Super Bowl slumping. <laughs> boring football last night, and then baseball got canceled. And what I was really yeah. looking forward to was Philadelphia Phillies home game on Halloween. Those fans would have been horrible to the Houston Astros. Oh, I mean, yeah. You want to talk about a city that used to be known as a city of brotherly love, then turned into a place that everybody thinks is just a bunch of pricks? I think I relate more to the Philadelphia fan than anyone else on the planet anymore. Philadelphia still seems to have a sense of humor. Like They, they got labeled as dicks and said, Yep. Okay. We'll take it. <laughs> and they didn't ever try to change that. They're like, God, Philadelphia people are terrible dicks and their fans are the worst. And like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to keep doing that. And I, I was dying to see their costumes for the cheating Houston Astros. How many trash cans would there have been trash in that cans. audience? Dudes with wires all yeah. over them. I mean, they went out and probably bought Houston Astros merchandise just to make fun of the team. It, it, it would have been glorious. The, the chants and the cheers and the, the fits, trash cans. The, and the network television would have had trying to cover the crowd. Oh, it would have been. Everybody would have been dressed as a trash can. It would have been awesome. And most people in Philadelphia have an outfit that looks like a trash can. So, I mean, <laughs> I was looking. They got canceled because of weather. I'm like, ah, oh, that's disappointing. And then, of course, one of the players for the Astros caught cheating. Maldonado, his bat that was gifted to him by Albert Pujols, who we had a big love affair with as sports fans here for the last three months of him getting to 700 home runs, uh, turns out to be a loaded bat. I did, it so was the, loaded because well, I read that the problem is it's it's an illegal, illegal bat. bat because it tends to splinter when it breaks and they don't want to it's, do that out of out of safety. Right, that's what they say. But Albert Pujols. But gave the reason this why it splinters bat. is because if you tag one pretty good, <laughs> right, and also it's gone. It's probably an ounce and a half in your hands. <laughs> like, well, this is a light bat. I can really get around on this just enough to speed through a, a hundred mile an hour fastball. Albert Pujols all of a sudden. It's like 18 home runs in the last month and a half, and then hands his bat <laughs> to his friend. And here you go, try this one. And the dude starts mashing, and they're like, "When well, your bat doesn't, it's floating. It doesn't even weigh anything. But he just got a slap on the finger, on the hands, right? I mean, he 
It's not like so yeah, far because like what Brady said, it's not like corked or anything. But yeah. they haven't figured out how the benefit. It's just it's like balsa wood or yeah, something. It's like a I lighter mean, bat in but some it's a dangerous ways. Dangerous break, but somehow breaks. or another, if it breaks, it'll shatter all over the place. But it's not. It's not allowed for. They're never going to tell the fans. Here's another way they've found a way to hit home runs and cheat. And Albert Pujols giving him the bat makes me go, oh, well, Albert Pujols was using this bat evidently. Didn't splinter and kill anyone on the field, but he hit 18 home runs in a month and a half to, to get to 700. Yeah. I mean, they, they were questioning whether or not he could get there in August. Like, I don't know, he's got to have a hell of And then he does the greatest August and September run ever, passes 700, and he's like, this is easy. This is great. Just mashing home runs. Then he starts handing the bat to the guys in the World Series. Like, try this one. You get, you, you, you're going to be blown away. It's a hybrid fungo bat. Yeah. Don't hit it off the hands. It'll bust in half and kill the first baseman. <laughs> That's probably why it's going to be swept under the carpet, yeah, though, because of Albert and the 700 right. that he just hit. And they're not coming out and going, oh, this is a bat that makes you swing faster and you get around on a ball quicker. And if it splinters, it breaks and kills a guy. But it's probably not going to break if you hit it off the barrel. It's going out like, ah. Uh. But that's baseball, and that's kind of what we've loved about baseball forever, is that no matter how many times these guys get caught doing something, they try to find new ways to cheat the system. You know, to be even better if they the had a juice bat for the game, you're still getting, a, you know, Hall of Fame numbers would be three out of ten. Right. Wouldn't you like to th- see the three, you know, times at bat that there's just monstrous home runs well, who I mean, out of stadiums? I've, I've changed my mind on this, too. Who wins in the end when the players cheat? We do. Yeah. The fans. The action's better. The games are more exciting. There's more fun on the field. He and- hit that 115-mile-an-hour fastball. <laughs> right, I mean, guys, right. let the juice flow. Right. When, I mean, when you found out that the Astros had something going on with the baseballs, and nobody's really figured out what happened. Back when they were cheating, it was bef- like the trash cans and the wires they were wearing was pretty obvious. But there were people in the league going, you know, they calculate spin rate on a baseball now. That's an analytic thing. And spin rate in Houston, all the pitchers were gaining spin rate. Now, that's something just you have a, a, a ceiling on, and you work really hard to get, like, one more rotation. Garrett Cole went from Pittsburgh to Houston, and within a week his spin rate had gone up, like, 20 rotations. They were doing something to the baseballs. All the pitchers, Verlander, went, his career was pretty much done. When they got him, like, he's, he's a good three. He'll, he'll fit in. It's a nice – Cy Young. Get him with Dr. Spin <laughs> Dr. Spin for a couple of weeks. Up. And no one's figured out how. I just clap for it. I think it's great. I think they're like, all right, good for you guys. You've figured out how to, how to do this without getting busted. That's all baseball has been since the beginning. How do we manage to get the upper hand without anyone noticing? You get a wooden bat. I mean, think about it. Dudes were going home, drilling holes in the top, putting cork in it, and then capping it again, and sanding it down. Like, no one will ever know I do this. Until the bat broke, and they'd see, oh, there's cork in it. And they're like, oh, they're putting corks in the bats. That's terrible. Two months later, another dude's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drill a hole in the top of this. I'm going to put some cork in it. They, they just kept doing it until it became, you know, they made bats breakable, more breakable. Can't do the cork bat thing. Pine tar, everything. They, they've cheated since the beginning. That And who wins in the end? The fans. What's the best time in our lives, in our lifetime, what is the most fun baseball's ever been? Sammy Juicing. McGuire, the home run chase in 98. The steroid era was the Stadium. best baseball you ever had. Oh, yeah. Just packed. Packed people. Deep. It's packed at yep. batting practice. Mm. There were like 20,000 people watch Mark McGuire break yep. the front row sign. 
and it was two hours before the game, and the dude in a cage just smashing home runs for fun. And people went to see it. Steroids made baseball better. I used to be a purist. They've cheated so hard for so long. It's like, you know what? Let them go. We're the winners in the Injuries end. were down, but when, and when they got injured, they're horrific <laughs> right. because there's so much force and power. The, the muscles and the blood. Yeah, your muscles were too big for your bones. Bones were shooting out of guys. <laughs> Who wins when you see that? Everybody. We do, the fans, because I'd like to see a dude slide into second and watch his knee ride right up to his hip and shoot out of his hip. Great stuff. Fans win when baseball players cheat. That's it. Football's no different. You know, I hate Bill Belichick. At least they looked the other way a little bit. Football did what they did right. They just threw away all the evidence. Said nobody needed to see this. Patriots, one year. We're going to check you twice a year. No draft picks next year. That's it. And then they go off and go undefeated, cheating some other way. Every once in a while, you get someone that's yeah. I was talking substance. Talking to somebody about this the other day about work, and I'm like, think about this because I have completely 180'd on the sports cheating. If you could hypothetically, get all your work done at your job with some sort of illegal thing that's not allowed at your work, but it gets your work done faster, just as good, if not better, than it did before, and you can go home at noon rather than five. And you're bonused. And every time you get everything done early, you get extra money. What are you Would doing? you do are it? Are you going to go, well, morally, it's incorrect. Or are you going to go home at noon every day going, got everything done again, guys? How's Roger doing this? He's roofing with some sort of illegal gun. I don't know. What's going on? Yeah, I'm done with my end. I'm going to take the gun you guys aren't allowed to use here and just go to roof on my own, I guess, on the side here. Yeah, and, and also and then the boss comes up and goes, here's a gun. Look, why can't you more be, be all uh, like Roger? He's like, another $12,000 for you, Roger. Great job. Roger, tell us what you're doing. I use an, al- use an illegal gun. It shoots like tons of these. Yeah, they break easy, and it's you know, but it's great. We're getting stuff done. You retire fast. at fifty. Enjoy the last five years. Right. Yes. You get five years, and then yeah. heart explodes, <laughs> and then that. your heart explodes, or you start not remembering your name. Or who cares? I'll tell you right now. As I've entered the decade of the fifties, I'm looking around this Vayam <laughs> situation. I don't think that's so bad to say. Oh, what do I want to? I want to. I want to stroll around here for thirty more years, wondering what the hell I got to call people. No. How many times can I say, what the f*** is yeah, going yeah, on? What the f*** do I Why am I still here? That old man over there. Bill Maher had a great point that said, the old men are the cool ones now, and the young ones are the get-off-my-lawns. Every time a, a Generation Z person comes along and corrects you on how wrong you were about somebody's gender or anything else, you're like, what happened to you with fun? He did a big segment on Friday about Halloween costumes that need to be canceled and cowboys and, oh, like, yeah. oh Jesus Christ, Dahmer. Like you can be a murderer, you just can't be a real murderer, especially one that's top of mind. It's like this is stupid. And he's like, "Come on!" He said, "You you used to be like the youth used to be the ones that pushed the envelope. Now they're the ones telling the old people like you got to bring it back." I watched a horror movie last night called uh, Barbarian. Have you seen it? I've heard about yeah. it. Yeah, it's all right. I got a little bored at the end. It became kind of a typical horror movie, but it's done really well. Justin Long's in it, and I really like the first half. And then it gets it's. It's got that classic horror movie thing where you turn into a black person while you're watching and you just talk to it the whole time. And she, like this girl would find the secret doorway in the stairwell in a basement. And I'm just sitting there like, nope, bitch, don't do it. Don't go <laughs> don't in. Don't do it, bitch. And then she, then she turns and she goes, nope. I'm like, good for you, girl. Good girl. Nice job. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm like, I'm literally I'm like, oh, my God, I've turned into a black guy at the theater. I'm just watching this thing. 
It's great. And then she goes down in there. I'm like, well, I don't even feel sorry for this bitch anymore. This is dumb. <laughs> and the guy that she barely knows goes down into this dungeon. And I'm like, nope. I'm going to tell the police someone's in there. I'm going out. And she goes down to look for him. I'm like, nope. And so many options. It has loads of that. It has loads of great black theater. Uh, it, it loses its way just a touch. But there was a scene in the beginning of it where uh, the girl tells that there's an Airbnb mix-up and these two people have to share an Airbnb without knowing each other. And she's a little skeptical of him and he's a little skeptical of her and not sure what's going on. And so he's kind enough to say, look, it's raining. You can stay here one night. We'll straighten this out tomorrow with people who own the place. Trust me. And so uh, she goes into the bathroom to clean up. And I said, a good classic horror movie. She's topless. Sex scene, yeah. Gratuitous nudity. Nope, she's in a bra and a sweatshirt. Like they wouldn't turn even, it off right there. Wouldn't even wait to see the nudity in this thing. All the monsters are naked, so no nudity in the whole movie. No, there's nudity. Oh, all right, all right, good. But it's the monsters. Oh well, that doesn't happen. right. It's the ghoulish weirdos, and they're Ugh. and it's supposed to make you like the nudity's supposed to be. I could still jerk to it. I could show you. I'll show you this. You want to try to. But a good old-fashioned horror movie. That's what made uh, Halloween step up, the original Halloween. You know, the scene with the girl from Stripes in there. Yeah, PJ Souls. Yeah. Yeah, she's in there, and she's banging her boyfriend. Yep. That was always the best part. And she goes down in that in his Oxford oh, shirt, his button-down. In just, his shirt, fresh off of a ride. He gets pegged into the kitchen cabinet. <laughs> so great. Yeah, and she's giving him a good ride, too. <laughs> Like a good old fashioned babysitter ride, which is every Michael day. comes up with the uh, up to the bedroom and she yep. thinks he's playing around. So, yeah, and he's got a mask on. She's yeah. like, "Ooh, I'm gonna ride him too," even though he's a completely different size, shape, and smell. <laughs> can't tell. You can't tell. Don't know. Girls are dumb. That's what I learned from horror movies. They're just dumb enough. Look, that's what Revenge of the Nerds taught us. Put a mask on, and you can't tell the difference between the star quarterback and, and the slender Betty. nerd. And Betty's gonna lay you. But, yeah, that was what was missing last night was the gratuitous nudity to make it a classic one. Uh, but it gets a little stupid. But, yeah, that was where I was like, yeah, we're so soft as a – just it would have – you can't even have – and that's where I lose it. You can't even have – the murder scenes are gory and horrible. But God forbid that had a gratuitous boob in it. People would have lost their minds saying, oh, it's sexist. And it's like, did you see the horrible murder? That, that, was, that was the thing that should most upset you. That a boob shouldn't scare you away as much as yeah, but you're just what, using a woman as a sex object, like you're using that guy's nope. head as a basketball on the side of a wall. That didn't bother you as much. Well, it's a movie, exactly. Get over it. Let's see some nips. I thought that was a requirement for a classic horror movie. It, to be a classic, it yeah. must have some gratuitous nudity. Every one of them, I think. Jason, because they're oblivious. Friday the Thirteenth, they're in the in the bunk bed, or they're in the. Uh, counselor's so cabin sex. yeah but that's what he hated i thought jason hated teenagers having sex because that's when he always it felt that way because he impaled that yeah. couple Remember, together that was in the, the sandwich one. that was friday the 13th and she's like no oh and she's trying to tell him but she's in the throes of an orgasm because she could hang on to the idea of an orgasm while the guy stood above her with a spear <laughs> she could still like i can't i still can't you're so good at sex like, she couldn't just go, get off. Like, I mean, there's been times when you lean on whoever you're with's hair and sex is over, let alone some madman standing behind you about to spear you. I think she'd be able to say something. I've been told, get off my hair, several times quite clearly. Was that the um, same Friday the 13th where they had handicap murder? The wheelchair yeah. down the, yeah. on fire? Yeah, I think fire, his name I think. was Stuart. 
Or no, it was uh That was a first. Like Jefferson or something. He had some weird name. You that stupid voice. Hey, you guys, where are you? And then he lit him up and pushed Torched him down them. the road. <laughs> Great stuff. They killed the guy in a wheelchair. Them's was the good old days. Now it's like, why would you pick on the handy capable? He'd be the hero in the new one. But yeah, the Barbarian wasn't bad. It had a lot of the same elements as the old, but except the gratuitous nudity. Well, then nudity. it's not classic. And then the, but it did have nudity. So, yeah, but they're monsters. I that know. don't count. Huge I want to Yeah. And I was okay with uh, pretty gross. The girl coming out and um, surviving, like in Halloween. The girl always just, survives. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of them does. The, yeah, mo- most of the time there's one to tell yeah. the tale for the sequel. And if the guy survives, he might be missing a leg or deeply wounded. Right. Yeah, and still, even though uh, this house had a basement filled with monsters and terror, um, to me. It was because it's set in Detroit. It's still better than staying in downtown Detroit. Like I would have rather stayed in the Hell House with the monsters. On, I just know not to go to the basement. Detroit is scary on its own because you don't know where the basement is. At least you can identify where the trouble is. Detroit's a horrifying. That's nightmare. why it's important to always finish your basement if you have one. <laughs> Absolutely, and if you have one, push on all the walls just in case the last owner dug a four thousand yard tunnel to house zombies. And then, you know, patch that up. Let's lock them in. Nobody knew about it before. No one needs to know now. It's just a, it looked like a crack in the wall. But, yeah, it, it has horror movie aspects. You're like, don't go down. Dumb. Dumbass. You're going to die. And then Justin Long's in it, and he shows up, and he starts heading down that same thing. You're like, what in the hell is wrong with everybody? You call the police. And she tried to call the police. Police wouldn't come to that neighborhood. And I'm like, well, there you go. They've defunded Detroit's police department. This is your fault. It was pretty good, though. But I would have preferred that she just took her shirt off for no reason. And then the guy she's sharing the Airbnb with saw her naked. It would have added to the tension of the awkwardness of them not having known each other. Anyway. You can't write that movie anymore, though. I'm scratching that one off my list. Yeah. yeah. I don't see if horror movies without with the gratuitous uh, Yeah, you like movies. horror movies. Well, yeah. yeah Got to have the gratuitous yeah. boobs. If a boob ain't in it, it ain't good. It's a fact. Got to have that moment. And just, you know, even just a flash. Yeah. Just something. Hop into the shower. There's no That's, side boob, nothing? Psycho has boob in it. And it's not sexual, but yeah. there's boob in it. And I have paused it and made it my own, but. <laughs> the swimming in Crystal Lake, I think that oh, was yeah, called. nudity all over Crystal Lake. I mean, Friday the 13th was, it was a requirement. As much as Jason was going to be in the movie, so was a boob. And we loved it. You get it. You're cheating out a whole generation of kids that aren't allowed to see boobs. They're not allowed to be attracted to women, and women aren't allowed to be attractive at all. Well, they don't need to see it. Right. Well, because then they'll just objectify. That's, that's part of the fun. I, I, look, I was at a Halloween party on Saturday. I think chicks like being objectified. Saw a few of them that were like, objectify me. One girl just whipped hers out and said, your shirt's off, mine's off, let's touch them. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was touching nipples with some lady at a bar because she couldn't wait to be objectified. And I wasn't the only one she was doing it with. Some ladies like being objectified. It's not a big, it's not a big you know, blanket over all women. Some of you like being found attractive. And those days are dying. You're, you're telling us not to find you attractive. It's a lawsuit waiting to happen to say you look pretty. And we're not doing it anymore. And we just talk about it with each other. Dudes sit in a room and go, all right. One through five, who would you bang at work? And we do it quietly without you around. 
We used to always say it to your face, not anymore. Uh, let's get a November wake-up song. My God, cannot believe it. 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.